Hey, yo. It's survey time. Are you here to see WCW? Or are you here to see the NWO? Survey says one more for the bad guy. Aww. Hello, everybody. Uh, Thomas normally leads us in, but um, this is a hard one to do. Because um, if you are, if you probably all are aware, that um, we lost Scott Hall uh, this past Monday. Um, he had uh, surgery, I believe it was hip surgery, uh, last week. And unfortunately, there was complications from that surgery, which led to have him having three heart attacks. Yeah, uh, like it a, dislodged like a blood clot, clot or something, and it gave him yeah. three heart attacks, and, well, story kind of um, writes itself there. Yeah, and he was put into, he was put on life support, and then Kevin Nash wrote, told everybody that his family would be coming in that Monday, and they would be taking Scott off life support, and unfortunately the bad guy um, is no longer with us. He didn't and kick out. He didn't. He didn't kick out. But um, hey, you know, sometimes you don't. You can't kick out. And um, originally we were we had other picks in mind, uh, but we decided to do this week dedicated to Scott Hall. Uh, we talk. We trash talk Hogan. We occasionally <laughs> trash trash talk Nash. We've never trash talked Scott Hall. In fact, you and I, we love Scott Hall. Yeah, even with all his demons um, and the things that, like, some of the stuff he's done, like, we still love him because he he just oozed charisma, you know? Like, he oozed machismo, as people would say. Yeah. Um, this is was, gonna be a... When I was, let's... sorry, uh, when I was younger, the two most, like, influential characters to me was Bret Hart and Scott Hall. To me, those two were, like, wrestlers on different sides of the coin, you know? Right. Um, this episode's we're, we're, this, we're just going to talk about Scott for a minute. We're going to watch Raw for you guys. It's only a 47-minute, back when Raw used to be under an hour, if you could believe that. Um, and it's the uh, uh, the very famous 123Kid, a.k.a. Um, Sean Waltman versus uh, Scott Razor Ramon. But I, let's just, I just want to talk about Scott, you know, for a minute and just how just how special he was. For a guy who was never world champion, he was never the face of any organization, but you knew who Scott Hall was. Like, any person our age or a little bit older could tell you, hey, that's Razor Ramon, or that's that's Scott Hall, you know, or they go, A-O. Anytime you see anybody say A-O, it's either they're doing Rocky or they're doing Scott Hall, depending <laughs> on their age, you know? Yeah. And you, you're, you're right about Scott. Like, you go, we've been watching... These old nitros um, or these old um, pay-per-views and Scott's on them, especially with the uh, stuff like that. There's something about Scott. Like, like he wasn't the greatest in-ring performer, but when he was in there, you believed everything, you know, that he did. Um, and, yeah, he, and the, had, the, he had the, gra- like, grander-than-life personality, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. There's even people to like his uh, Scarface, like Cuban, like Latino character. People still believe that he's Latino. 
<laughs> yeah, he's he's especially um, there's a there's a video that was posted recently. I guess he somebody Ubered him, and he start he goes into the Razor Ramon character. He says, "I heard you were the night," and he perfectly nails him. Just like, yeah, he's like he's not, but like it didn't matter because he made you believe he was. Yeah, you know, and like yeah. the the. the I, I was too young to, you know, I know Scott Hall more from WCW, you know, the NWO and the yeah. survey says, but when I go back and watch those old Raw, those old WWE shows from the mid-90s, God, Razor was just so fucking cool. Cool name, the chains, the hair, you know, the chest, like, just like, Machismo, he was like, he was like a, like if Eddie, go, like he was like, Eddie's like the fiery Latino and Razor was like the calm, cool, relaxed one, you know. He's, and then the, the, he's the, the cool uncle. Exactly, you know the classic t- throwing the toothpick at you, dude. Like I, I kid you not. I, I was talking to a guy who used to watch Raw, and I said, "Hey, remember mm-hmm. Razor Ramon?" He goes, "Who?" And I go, "He does Hey Yo." And he goes, "Ah, eh, maybe." And then I go, "The toothpick." And he goes, "Oh, yeah, definitely." Yeah. Like the yeah. he got the to- a toothpick over, dude. It, that's how yeah, cool that's, he was. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and like a lot of people credit Stone Cold with being like the first villain to like people like like no that I I think you got to give that honor to to Scott because like I think Scott people, Hall could have been as big as uh, he he could have been as, there as, as an anti villain yeah or anti for sure uh, yeah oh for sure absolutely um just you know but regardless he may he may have stepped out of the ring you know for now but he's up there and you know it's it's awful you know a lot of us are hurting more a lot of us are hurting and the crazy thing is is that a lot of us presumed he wasn't going to make it to his 60s um because as we talked about um uh Scott had a huge alcohol problem even fucking horrible as horrible as it was WCW made that a fucking storyline you know, it's the only reason a lot of us knew about it, at least if you weren't like a dirt cheap person. Um, but thankfully, thanks to Dime Dallas Page and everybody else, his amazing, his you know, his family and everything like that, that Scott was able to be with us for another ten years, and we got to he he got he went. I I remember, even though it was it's weird when Sting fought Triple H for WrestleMania, and the NWO comes out to help Sting. And that look at Scott Hall, like it's he's you know is it was awesome, and you know his his uh, his Hall of Fame speech, which I remember. Um, it's one of the better speeches. Yeah, you know, um, I I have I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up real quick. Um, uh, because uh, I've had it in my in my in my mind all week, but it's just and it's it's fitting. It's really fitting, um, and they're very powerful words. Um, yeah, and you watch the video, and Scott's actually like getting worked up saying this. Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but. Bad guys do. It's it's it's, it's powerful. But um, we're gonna continue talking about Razor 
um, Scott Hall as we watch Monday Night Raw. So I know this is the longest introduction we've ever done, but this is <laughs> yeah. this is like the first time doing this. Sh- Thankfully, right? Like I think this is the first time where like a wrestler that you know has meant a lot to us has passed away that we're, we're doing this. So hopefully we don't have to do it that much more. But um, yeah, uh, it, the passing of time, you know the. Time is the one thing you can never kick out of, unfortunately. Unfortunately, um, you always have to do the job in the end. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and start. Uh, Thomas, count us down, please. Okay, so here's the countdown. Three, two, one, play. All right. Oh, so I've never seen... old-ass intro, dude. I've never seen this era of Raw, dude. Oh, I love it. He's even in the opener. He's like one of the first things you see. Yeah. Doesn't this have like old like talk show like hosts? It sounds like the music. It sounds like it. Yeah. Manhattan Center, man. I remember when they home of Raw back in yeah when they before they started touring. Yeah. Oh, they got Ring Girls. Um. You know, I was reading a story about um, about Scott is in a match against. He had a match with Chris Jericho on Nitro one one year. I think it was like ninety eight, and he he called an audible and he told he told Jericho to pin him, um, and and it was Jericho's biggest win at the time. Like Scott knew when to put people over. Like he wasn't like it seemed like the like Scott wasn't selfish at all. Yeah, especially with, um, you'll see it in this match here at the end. Um, I think it's the last main event. But yeah, he he helped make people. Um, like, in this episode, he'll be doing it for the the Lightning Kid, which will become the 1-2-3 Kid after. Uh, like, as you said, Chris Jericho. Um, yeah, man. The... After after this like feud that they have, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. they actually team up and like go on like a win- like a winning streak. So here's here's a quote from Jericho's book about Scott Hall being the Dudley Boys. Um, Hall was the last to arrive and was all phony smiles and fake hellos, but I could see his true self waiting to emerge like a shark beneath the surface. It didn't take long for Jaws to attack. Is only five minutes later, he shook Bubba Ray Dudley's hand, murmured in his deep voice. I love the 3D. What a great finish move. Can't wait to, <laughs> can't wait to kick out of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he used to say stuff like that. That, is, that sounds great. Um, and here's another thing. I think we've talked about it. Oh, his interview with Shawn Michaels. Scott Hall was the one who told Singh, hey, you should do The Crow. Yeah, I didn't know about that until people started talking about it this week. Yeah. I mean, like, considering his whole... You know, Razor Ramon was based around the movie character Scarface. Um, it's fitting that he would like, yeah, just do that. And that that one idea, right, as Shawn Michaels is getting attacked by Mr. Perfect in the parking lot. Which, uh, by the way, quick, quick little uh, aside here. Mr. Perfect and uh, Razor Ramon used to tag team in, like, the AWA. Oh, yeah, I saw pictures of that going around. Yeah. That was nuts. Scott looks so, Scott looks so different. He did look so different. He had a mustache. Uh huh. <laughs> like, like the curly, oh. like the weird hair too. 
Can you imagine if you're like walking down, like the, the, just to go home from here, and all of a sudden you just see two dudes just brawling and throw onto a car? Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> um, but yeah, Scott Hall came up with the crow, and it led. I mean, it led to that. Like, listen, we love another wrestler. We love Sting. Mr. Steve Borden, who at 60 plus years old is throwing himself through two tables. Um, diving off of balconies. Diving off of balconies through two tables, nonetheless. Uh, and, um, you know, he, 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 he was, he was super over in the regional WCW days, right? He was their biggest babyface. But he, people remember Sting because of, it was the right gimmick. At the right time and the right person, and a lot. I think we can attribute that. Obviously, most of it goes to 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 Sting, but an idea's got to come from somewhere. Smoking guns. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Um, Scott. Okay, here's the one. <laughs> Scott Hall touched many lives during his iconic wrestling career. In 1996, in his Razor Ramon character, he appeared on Jerry the Jerry Springer show as Intercontinental Champion to surprise two children. He met the two kids, Idea and Tyler, living with living with HIV/AIDS. Back then, facts about the disease were unclear, and it was undetermined how long they would live. The bad guy showed up to support for the two children, declaring them champions and giving them his Intercontinental title. Uh, Hydea and Tyler appeared for an interview WWE in 2016 to talk about Hall's impact in their lives. We ended up going to one of WrestleManias. We was going to California after that, and the family got to meet the wrestlers and had Razor Ramon. It's definitely a life-changing experience. He gave me the <clears> title, <throat> and I brought it right home to all my friends. All the people at town came to see it. I let them hold it. They, they would say, you're so lucky. Um, like that's it. That was a huge deal. Like that's That's something that's hard to wrap around on, you know? Yeah. Like I want to um, ask you, uh, yeah. When did you first become like cognizant of Scott Hall? Because I know you were a WCW guy. Was it ninety eight? The day, okay, ninety eight. Ninety eight. Because I didn't, I did not. Well, I, I was. Um, we were not a wrestling family until I don't even know when we became a wrestling family, honestly. But, um, uh, I remember it was either ninety. It was probably ninety somewhere ninety seven. There's a. I think must have been like we had just moved to the suburbs. Um. And like one of our friends must have had it on TV, and I think that's where I first saw it, and that's where I first like Nitro was on because Nitro was the hottest thing at the time. Um, so I think, and then of course it's Hogan, it's Hall, it's Nash, and of course the NWO was getting bigger at the time, but those three always stood out. So it was like I would say '97. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things with the NWO when they split into the two factions, like uh, black. In white and red. Uh, I don't know why they had... Oh, I guess I know why. But if he didn't swap over to Hogan's side, he still would have been huge. Yeah. Like, him swapping over to Hogan's side kind of diminished him. And I know Hogan just wanted him to have some cool factor. But, uh, yeah, like, he could have been way bigger than what he ended up being. But, again, he had his own demons. Like, couldn't... Fight off at the time, yeah. Because, <sighs> yeah. like, like I said, I, I I was too young to like watch wrestling, 
you know, when he was Razor, like, 93 to 96, like, it yeah, wasn't, it I just was wasn't watching, a thing. Yeah, I was watching wrestling and playing the video games, so. I think I remember him from there. It was, honestly, it might have been from, like, WWF the arcade game. Yeah. Like, right around the same time. Maybe that was the first instance, because, like, I might have played that. I rem- I'm, and it was funny, it was for the, it was for my computer, uh, the, the, the family computer we played that on. <laughs> Wow. Not, 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 not. A, yeah, so it was the best version. It was like the closest to get to arcade, at least, uh, at least that I can remember. Um, and Razor was a character in there. And Razor, if you attacked with Razor, his arms literally become like, I think, like um, construction's hands or something. I'm gonna look it up now. Um, <laughs> that I, sounds awesome. I think it's called Royal Rumble. Yeah, I know they had a couple arcade games. Like, I think they had a WrestleMania one and a Royal Rumble one. Here you go. I'm going to, I'm going to, I found it. Uh, yeah, it was done by Midway. So they're all digitized like Mortal Kombat characters. Um, God, this <laughs> game was so cool. Um, and actually on, uh, yeah, his hand. Okay. So his hands like when he does like a chop, his hands literally look like they're becoming razors, like, like a sword, <laughs> like they move that fast. Um, yeah, it's probably there where I first learned who he was, but I didn't think I—I I don't think I put it together that oh, that's that's Scott Hall. Mm-hmm. There was um, there was also another video going around that I saw, uh, where he's like talking about his move set in I think oh was it Royal Rumble or something? Oh, for the uh, Genesis. For the oh, he's giving yeah, the tips. Genesis and the SNES. Yeah, when I um streamed on Tuesday, um I I, sh- I streamed that video because I was talking about I was just talking about it, um and I was like, check this out, guys! And it was just so cool to see him in character, um <laughs> like giving you, telling you if you want to kick out, if you want to do, if you want to do my this on the Super Nintendo, plus L and A. You know, just like, <laughs> stuff like that, and he was, and, he, and it was so authentic. Like you believe him. Yeah, he made video games cool that day. Uh, like, I think it goes to show that guys like Razor, guys like Jake the Snake, you know, obviously a man who has his, who had his own alcohol problems. You don't need to be. A fucking fifteen-time world champion, or have the title for you know five hundred days. You just need, you just have to have it, and the fans will never forget you. You know. Yeah. Let's not forget the uh, Shawn Michael comes out with the IC title. The uh, we've seen already the ladder match between these two. Oh uh, yeah, like and the, how the, that the... like defined ladder matches in current modern day wrestling. Current, I mean Jeff and Matt Hardy saw that match and were like, "Oh, we can, we can do you that. Got <laughs> we got ideas." Of the and, and like that match literally spawned. Into, you know, the TLC wars of the early 2000s. And, like, now, like, 
ladder matches are like the norm, so it doesn't start without Scott Hall and Shawn Michaels. That's crazy is that he was initially in WCW as the Diamond Stud. Um and like and like he left there and he becomes Razor Ramon and becomes one of WWF's biggest characters. Yeah. Um I think the his if you track his like wrestling uh career it goes AWA, WCW, and then he became the Diamond WWE. Stud in the Diamond Mind with I believe DDP. Yeah. And then he came here, and fuck, man, he just, like, blew up. Yeah, and of course, dude, I I would love to go back in time and be a fly on, like, some diehard, like, w, like wrestling fan's house. Watch Nitro that May 27, 1986. Hold, hold on, what's Razor doing on W? You know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. Yeah, the way they um they did it in WCW is that it looked like he just jumped the guardrail. He was like a fan or whatever, and then he's like, yeah. oh shit, that's Scott Hall. That's that, Razor yeah. Ramon. What that's, the hell? That's what's like like it made like even like he didn't need to say I'm from the WWF. I like nowadays <laughs> it would they be they would take they would take the name and then just put a spin on it, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or they would like if they were working together, they would say I am this person from this organization. But like like you know who I am, and you know why I'm here, or you know where I come from, but you don't know why I'm. Here. And then like that one moment, that moment changed wrestling forever. Yeah, he, he like makes fun of billionaire Ted on the air too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is yeah. Uh, wrestling wouldn't it be as cool. As it was back then, without Razor. Mm-hmm. Without Scott. Speaking of fans, are just jumping into the ring. Here we go. What? Is this Kurt Angle? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Kurt Angle doesn't come here until, like, 99. It's oh, like it's, it's Janetti. Hey, it's the murderer! Man, it looks like I, I worked with that a guy like that looks like Marty Chinetti. Isn't it crazy how like back in the day, like in the in the early in the late eighties, early nineties, almost seemingly anybody could be a wrestler at some level because of somehow how they look. Yeah, and speaking of Shawn Michaels and all that, uh part of the clique as well. Oh yeah, the the whether for good or bad, um <laughs> you know. It was him, Sean, uh, Kevin, and and um, yeah, it was those four, right? Because as Pac wasn't part of that yet, I don't think, right? Um, I think he was. Okay, I think he was probably like you know maybe ninety four three. 
because he, like, Sean Waltman was, uh, he was a jobber, you know? Like, he just lost yeah. matches constantly, made other people look good, until, like, this this show here. This match. Yeah, this and, match. Like, people, and you'll see, people get rally behind the one two three kid. Oh, it's gonna be crazy! It's gonna be crazy. I've never seen this match. I've heard people talk about it. It's and not never like seen you know the most technical match or whatever, but it's what wrestling is. Right. That's yeah. that's the beauty of wrestling, isn't it? Yeah. Do they still? I bet you they still run wrestling shows out of here, right? Not Raw, but like I bet indie shows, some indie stuff. Yeah. Dude, we gotta go to an indie show at this place at some point. <laughs> Uh, Raw came back here for like an anniversary one, one year. I remember they had um. <laughs> People were so mad about it. They because they didn't do anything. They really didn't. Uh, they like they they like it was um. Mom, it was oh, God. Who speaking are... of speaking of the bad guy. Oh, here we are. It's it's look at this oh, cool music. look. Just the music. Just look at him. The the five o'clock shadow. The slick black hair. The chains. Oh, look how he plays out to the ring girl. Ah, oh. I bet you Razor was really fun at house. <laughs> Sorry, good. I bet you Razor was really fun at house shows. Oh, I bet. I bet he did some crazy stuff at house shows. If you've never been to a WWF house show, go to one because the wrestlers will like act way more fun. Than they do on a live show because they can get away with it because it's not it's not it's not it's not televised. All right, here we go. Yeah. Okay. See, he had a lot of name changes. uh, Sean Waltman. Let's see here. Baby face. uh, I threw the toothpick in his eye. Baby face. Sean Waltman. Collar and elbow top going up. Yeah, he went by the Cannonball Kid, the Kamikaze Kid, the Lightning Kid, and then as soon as he beat him, the One Two Three Kid. Ooh, big smack! Ow! Yeah, I'm a little bit behind, but it's okay. <clears throat> and you look at this matchup; it's like, how is this kid gonna beat Razor Ramon? You know. Yeah, I I guarantee you probably somebody went to the bathroom. You know, I was like, okay, I saw the promos. I need to pee. I'll be right back. Love the purple on the tights, though. It's really, it's really good. And we got a, a abdominal stretch going on. Oh, and pulling the leg up. <clears throat> They're telling the story here that, you know, Razor's not taking him seriously. He's just... Playing with them. Yeah. See, like, that's that's the thing about wrestling that I feel I want more people to understand is that it's not just about, you know, doing moves well or doing this well. I, I like, he's just casually carrying him and then, then does he's the laughing. toss. He's laughing yeah. while doing it. It's, it's like, it's stuff like that that sucks you in like a movie does and then, like, you're telling a story in a match. It's not just, you know... Te- like technicality or or strength, it's 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 that stuff. It's the things between moves. Exactly that. It's the things that make you care about somebody winning a match or in a match. There it is. Beautiful moonsault. 
And there it is. Yeah, I told you it wasn't like, you know, a big, big match or anything, but that way. But, yeah. Like, people are, you can see the crowd, people are shocked and they're cheering. Literally and, someone jumped up and down for this. Yeah. Like, people are like, whoa, what happened? And like, like, like. The announcers uh, are, the announcers are like selling it. It's like, holy crap, he beat him. In <laughs> that moment, a star is created. Yeah, and then people would start chanting uh, one, two, three to mock Razor. Yeah. And just the fact that Razor's like selling the loss. Yeah. Y- you exactly. Know? Not a lot of people sell losses these days. No, 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 no. Yeah, Again, that's, that's um, it. That's like the, the most one of the most iconic moments in raw history. It's just back with exactly. It gives you that believability that anything can happen on Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. And here comes Tatanka against a, a jobber who working in the Indies of New York, probably. Mm-hmm. Literally wearing jean shorts. <sighs> and of course, this starts their feud, and it builds up one, two, three, kid, and it becomes. You know, one of the biggest, more recognizable characters in the Attitude World. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to find a show for next week. Now this is the rest. This is the this is the match you go for the restroom break. Huh? <laughs> uh, I want to list off Razor's uh, accomplishments real quick. What he accomplished? Yeah, go right ahead. Because he's got a lot. Again, never a world champion. I think he was a. Uh, let's see, here. Um, there's got to be. Uh, let's see. Uh, he was a record-setting Intercontinental Champion. Um, tag Team Champion. Um, of course, Television Champion. United States Champion in the in the in WCW. Um, I know he was the TV champ a couple of times. Uh, oh, you know what I saw? Uh, speaking of videos going around, I did not know this, but Scott Hall did a live show for... Um, uh, ECW one time, and like he gets like the biggest pop ever. It's crazy. Oh yeah, I heard about that too. Um, if I can find the video on Twitter, I will link you. 
and found it. Thank you, Twitter. Oh, the the brick wall. We have this playing right now. <laughs> I forgot how much licensed music ECW just used. Like, I need people to understand. I need people to understand. If you were an ECW, a WCW guy going into WCW, or a WCW guy going to ECW, you probably were more than likely to get booed out of the arena. More than likely. Or get made fun of. Scott Hall here gets cheered like nothing. Gets a huge-ass pop. You know why? Because he's Scott Hall, and he deserves it. That's awesome. Uh, and I just heard Macho Man coin the phrase, one, two, three, kid, raise the remote. There we go. Why is this? Why is this squash? Why is this jobber match going on so long? What the, <laughs> I don't know. What? What I in the hell? I wonder if they were just pushing uh, Tatanka at this time. I don't know. Uh, I think they were. He definitely was one of their mid, like mid card, the baby faces for the time. Mm-hmm. There you go. God, that was a little. We're not doing any ratings looks this time. It's raw. There's no point to giving yeah. ratings to TV matches. I will, you know what? I won't lie, man. I I would love to see like an, a respectful Native American gimmick done nowadays. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could definitely do it. I, I think um, wrestling should have more like inclusive. Uh, oh, for sure. Like, like here, we we don't we get like a lot of white people, some some black people, and then like kind of nothing. Well, a lot of Latinos, a lot of Latinos, let's be real. Yeah, yeah. At least, or mostly in WWF, or WWE. But you don't really get any Asians, because most of them are in Japan, wrestling in New Japan and stuff. You get, like, maybe a couple here. One or two, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then there's, like, a couple, like, you know, uh, Indian in, you know, that, that area of the world. Yeah, for sure. But it's just, yeah, I don't know. Um, I used to imagine. Yeah, I used to, I used to like a couple. This is years ago, like you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm Native American. Um, I would come out to my WrestleMania match, and I would like have like war paint on, not not like the headdress or anything, but like just like war paint, and like just look like a badass. I don't look like a badass, but that's how I'd imagine. (laughs) It would be mm-hmm. like I would look like I would want to look like this. I mean, let me show you a picture of of uh, of of like which I think would could be cool. Like this. Oh wow, that was awesome! <laughs> Is that um? Yeah. What's his name? That's Thunder from Killer Instinct. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great, like, modern redesign. Like, he's definitely native, but, like, it's not, like, cartoonish. Like, here's... Let me show you what Thunder looked like in uh, in, in the mid-90s. 
Oh no. Is this an image for ants? No, I'm kidding. Uh, what? What? Where is this from? Killer Instinct. Yeah, but the which, original. Is this like the original? Yeah, these the oh. first ones are the original. There you go. There's a bigger one. Yeah, doesn't look like there's much there to it. Just the mohawk, really. The tomahawks. <laughs> and they're still taunting Razor for it. Well, I hear that the reason why they did this match here is mm -hmm. they wanted to make sure that people keep tuning into Raw. Like, anything can happen. And they were successful with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what that's what made... I mean, Nitro had that element, too, but I feel like Raw was better at it in terms of, like, anything can happen at any given hour, and so you have to keep watching. Yeah, I think um, WCW got way better at it. In the mid nineties, mm -hmm. especially with like how many people jumped over. Oh yeah, for sure. Like how they opened their show with uh, Lex Luger coming in. Yeah, they come. Yeah. Now we have Kamala. Wow, we got a commercial for Tatanka. Ico Pro. I remember those t-shirts. <laughs> wow. I love these I commercials. Uh, it's so good. Uh, here comes another man we lost way too soon. Yokozuna. It's crazy is that Hogan was... I never think about it, but Hogan was there for the early days of Raw, but he never... But typical Hogan fashion, he never shows up. He showed yeah. up like once. Too expensive for Raw. You know what's crazy is that they did not have to bill him as Japanese for Yoko. They could have, like, you know, made him Hawaiian and be like he he was the first foreigner to be to reach to reach grand champion. Because that's the thing. That's true. But I guess Vince loves his uh, foreigner gimmicks. No. I mean, to his credit, people believed it. Like, we talked about how Razor had the whole, you know, uh, Latino gimmick, but then you have Yokozuna doing the Japanese gimmick. Yeah, true. And they both made it work for them, where people believed it. I believed it as a kid. Totally. 
And he commits to it. I mean, it's not like, given how secluded the world was, you didn't know any better. Do you have a favorite Scott Hall match? Um, like, that's not the ladder match? Oh, that's that's kind of hard for me to think of because, like, when I think of him, I think of the ladder match, obviously. True, that's that might be his best match, but I think I think my personal faith him with Brett is really good. The one we just saw that was yeah, that was really good. But yeah, you go ahead. Uh, and it was the it was the other end of the poll. Uh, when he faced Sting in in um. I think it was March of 1998 um, for the WCW title. I think it's Scott's only shot at the WCW title in his career at WCW. Um, and it was his best match that I remember. Uh, I went over to a friend's house because my, my my parents wouldn't order it because they had just ordered like the pay-per-view beforehand. Um, so like, I was like, can I go to my friend's house? He's I'm like, okay, as long as it's okay with him. And... Um, uh, I remember like wanting. I remember wanting Scott Hall to win at the time. And talk about a gimmick that won't get it. That we'll never we'll see again is Kamala. Like yeah, Kamala Jesus. is a little. It's it's a. It's of its time. Yeah. Even, even, even. Is that the match? No. It won't See, end kids, with the, you, the bonsai drop. You can acknowledge something was terrible and still enjoy it. Or terrible aspects of something and still enjoy things. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not throwing shit at anything. Mm-hmm. Could I be mean, a number of things. The, the, being part of the, the click, uh. Mm-hmm. The curtain call. He was part of that as well. The infamous curtain call. Um, if you don't know what that is, welcome. First of all, um, <laughs> it was uh, it was their last match, right? Um, but they were gone after it. I think him. What was it? Was it him versus Sean? It was. I think it was him and Sean in the in the cage. Um, I know it was in the cage. It was probably for the title because Sean was the champion at the time, and so it was a house show in Madison Square Garden. And, um, in Breaking Kayfabe, uh, uh, Kevin Ash comes out, um, and oh, Triple H HBK comes versus Diesel, and then oh. Razor versus Triple H. Uh, okay, of course, click members versus click members. Um, but the, uh, they come out, all, the other two men come out, and they pretty much give their farewell buys, you know, and, like, they raise their hands, um, and, you know, Scott Hall and Kevin were off to WCW. And change to change wrestling forever. And unfortunately, Triple H was punished for that badly. Yeah, he was punished for it, but that paved the way for Stone Cold to win the. Yeah, Dominoes, huh? And that, that how crazy that works, right? Yeah.
Wow, they have a backdrop of Mars. <laughs> That's great. Wow. God, I remember these commercials. <laughs> uh. Raw rules, fool. <laughs> oh, these sides. And I see title match on Raw. I feel like this feud should have been like a WrestleMania blow-off, you know? Maybe uh, Vince didn't think Marie Jannetty was that big of a name. Probably. I guess. I mean, he wasn't, really. Uh, No, yeah, you're right. Definitely Sean was the brighter star of the two. Love how you can hear Keenan's voice crack. So good. Must be interesting for you to hear like Bobby Heaton call, like calling a a raw. You know, it's it's weird. This is this <laughs> weird. Transition like you don't belong era. in here. <laughs> yeah. Let alone with Macho Man. Yeah. No King, no uh no JR. I mean like no no um Vince is here, like that's all <laughs> and the spot that Sean would make his own but pulling Skin himself up. Yeah. Yeah. I keep forgetting that's what it's called. <laughs> it's like a weird gymnastic reason. I don't even know why. This is what it's called. Sean saw Mar Marty do that. Like, hey, I'm going to take that and make it my own. Yeah.
Uh oh. Oh, Ed Scissors. That was good. Some good moves here. Yeah, very solid main event so far for a Raw. Uh, you know Mr. Perfect's going to run in and <laughs> make it a oh, DQ. For, oh, for sure. <laughs> they set that up from the very beginning. Oh, uh, so, um, here's another, I, we have another sad death to report. Oh, um, no. Like, today? The, uh, yeah, the, 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 the original, uh, actor who played Akira Takarada in the first Godzilla movie, um, like, the one of the main actors, not the Godzilla actor, but one of the main actors, passed away today at the age of 87. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was, um, I'm gonna tell Tyler. Yeah, he was 87 years old. He was all over the uh, early years of the um, of the Showa era for Godzilla. Like he would get re- like Tyler and I um, had a meme that the that, like because uh, the doctor he plays in the first movie, like oh he must have had amnesia. Now he's here now. Um, oh, it was wow. yeah, just because they would just re- they would just use him over and over again. It, but he was great in everything he did. He's actually really good. He's like one of the best parts of the first cuts of the movie. Oh my god! Marty ate all that. So, um, I know the match between that he and Stone Cold at WrestleMania wasn't great, but I'm never going to forget, um, uh, Scott selling the stunner the way he did. Oh, yeah, that was perfect. I think, like, when I think of Stone Cold. you look like, up gifts of stunners, his is he's like, always, one, like one of the first, yeah. Oh, just like the, like, I don't. Because, like, sometimes, like, obviously you have the Shawn Michaels situation where, like, he oversold to fuck with Hogan. But, like, I, I think, um, I don't know. I don't know how, what Scott's intentions were when he when he did that. But 
it's definitely created one of the most memorable moments in in oh there's Kurt. And yeah, Sean, and, uh, Kurt. Sean Sean Michaels was trying to get out and then Kurt came in and then put him back in the ring basically. Slingshot. Is that what that's called? Yeah. See how the crowd's coming to life as he slowly crawls over to to Michaels. So uh, I did want to briefly mention uh, Big E. Uh, oh, seems yeah. Seems to be doing okay. Um, Sorry. Luckily, he didn't really break his neck. It was just a couple of discs that I don't even know what happened. It's insane. Um, And I... Ugh, thank goodness. Like, just for his yeah. own safety, his own health. And uh, who knows how many weeks of therapy he's going to have to do. Physio. Yeah, he... He's probably going to miss WrestleMania this year, more than likely. Yeah. yeah. Which is that's hey, I'd rather him be okay than there'll be other there'll be other manias, you know. Oh, we got some ass crack. Damn. Oh, that's it. Super kick. These are these are not live, right? These are taped, right? Um, I know it did say live earlier. Okay, maybe. Did Janetti just win? Yeah, I don't ever remember Janetti winning the Intercontinental Title. <laughs> wow! Again, Raw's unpredictable. Holy shit! This supposed to be one of the most like action packed Raws for that time. <laughs> That says a lot, I guess. Because you get one huge... You get two huge upset wins. Alright, that's basically the show. Yeah, um... I I don't have a pick for next week. I, I can't even think. You oh, know what, we'll go... Do you want to just uh, do no. your previous pick? Yeah, yeah, let's... We'll, we'll, um, I think we set them in the last show. So, um... Uh, those will be our picks for this week. I completely forgot about that. You're right. So those will be our picks again, guys. Uh, okay. I I know this episode is under an hour, but um, it's a. I think it's it was fitting... best for that, though. You know. Yeah. Um, it's a we fitting tribute. We can really get into the Scott Hall stuff, and you know, uh, you know, not go too long. Exactly. Um, it it was uh um final words. On the dearly departed Scott Hall, my friend. Uh, Scott Hall, you will be missed. Uh, you had a fantastic wrestling mind. 
Um, again, like I said at the beginning, uh, the first two wrestlers I ever like were cognizant of was Bret Hart and Scott Hall, uh, Razor Ramon. So I think that speaks volumes there. You know, uh, that's that's gonna be it for me. Um, thank you, Scott, um, for all that you did for us for years and years of entertainment. Um, I wish you could have kicked out and still be with us, but, you know, you knew when to do the job and it was time. Um, just glad you're not in pain anymore. Um, and it's, while a lot of us are going to be sad in the long term, we will be happy knowing that you're, you're in a much better place and that you're, you're, uh, you're not hurting anymore. Um, uh, one more for the bad guy. No plugs this week. Uh, we'll see y'all next week for our regular chicanery, but pour one out for Scott all tonight. Y'all have a good night, everybody. Y'all have a good night. Take care.